Tom Bernard Show with Mike Molina and Andy Brent Bernard. And we'll be right back. Kickoff part two, Tom Bernard Show. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional bodywork costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. The Pretzel. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, riding down Santa Claus Lane. Here comes Santa Claus. Blitzen, blitzen, all the ears of reindeer, pulling on a reindeer. Bells are ringing, children sing it all as merry and bright. I will tell you this, his name came up last night because um, I did a little experiment yesterday. I just thought of this tonight, so I kept track. And this is not to, I'm not, this is no comment on the women uh, accusing these men of, of sexual harassment and sexual abuse. It's not a comment on that at all. I just thought, are we going to get to the point where no one can touch anyone else? Is that where we're going to hit? I hope not. I think so. But it does seem like it, doesn't it, Andy? So yesterday, I decided that I would count the number of people, coworkers, and other people who touched me yesterday. And so I kept track of it, and usually I, I only get recognized out in public when I talk because people don't really know what I look like; they just know my voice. So, yesterday, fourteen people—fourteen uh, people that I met, two were coworkers and twelve were listeners that I'd run into. It's a lot of sexual assault. Every one of them touched me, um, but in a nice, caring way. Like they would, they would put their. Uh, yeah, come on in. Come on in, man. That's all I have to say. We're just waiting for a 
couple of guys come on in, we'll be good to go. What are you leaving? You come in too. Are you, you gonna get in the crib? Oh what? <laughs> I said you're gonna get in the crib. <laughs> you're headed over. That's a good spot for you right there. It is. Uh, Sam Morrill's here, ladies and gentlemen. He is at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, eight and ten thirty. How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? Marvelously. It's been a long time. This is like meeting the Wizard of Oz because I didn't see you this morning. No, there's none of that. There's none of that. Going. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. I don't know. Let's pull some tricks out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, you, you know uh, Cy Amundsen? You know who that yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Cy was just raving about you. Just really? Now. Yeah, he's in the other I'll, room. I'm going to pop into his after this. Oh, are you going to? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. What time do you have to be in there? I don't know, like two, I think. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah. That works for you. Yeah. Don't have such a suspicious look on your face. Like, I don't. You got to look on your face like, what is this guy's deal? I don't, yeah, that's yeah, nice you do. he said nice stuff. I don't know him particularly well. I know he's a, he's a good dude and a funny dude. I, and yeah, I, don't, I don't know him super well, though. But uh, I, I've met him before, he's a, and I like him. Big shout on ESPN now from what I hear. I'm happy for him. I heard about yeah, that. that. That's is awesome. Great. I'll tell you one thing about uh, Cy Amundsen about... I. I stopped drinking like five years ago. Oh, nice! And Sai came in. Sai came in and gave me a big hug, and he was all. He's like, "Man, that's great. That's great." He was very, very supportive. He is a good. Guy. Was I hope that... he can't hear me. <laughs> yeah, you only you is... suck. That is like the way of comedians. We'll only talk good behind your back. <laughs> that's you know pretty what I mean? much true. It's like it's really like you're like God. I hope he never hears me say this, but he's a, he's a good guy. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> we have a caller, Lynn from South Dakota. Lynn, how are things in South Dakota? Good. Are you calling in because Sam is a dashing young comedian? <laughs> yes. I'm looking at him right now. Oh. oh. All right. <laughs> oh, on you, you watching YouTube? I am. Well, Tom, I've been listening to you from the beginning. The beginning of which part? Be- yeah. <laughs> Day one at KQ. Oh, KQ. Wow. For 32 years you've been listening. Oh, yes. I've been on that show for 32 years. Yeah. I've been on yeah. radio actually for 50 years. <laughs> Damn. I am. It's unbelievable. That's awesome. It is amazing. And I'm still alive. Yeah, dude. Because you quit drinking. Because I quit drinking. Because of Cy Amundsen. It all comes back to him. <laughs> yeah, it's all Cy Amundsen. Well, thank you, Lynn. That's very nice Very nice to hear. I, wh- now, where do you live in South Dakota? Well, I'm just out here now. I, I'm still from Minnesota. Oh, you're just I'm out? I'm originally uh, from here, but I'm out here with family. Where, where, where are you? By Watertown. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so oh. it's like 200 miles straight west of you. Straight west, yeah. And then, like, Sioux Falls, and those, that, that's, what, about, a, about 100 miles south? about 100 miles south of where I am. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Because this, oh, I should tell Sam, I didn't tell Sam yet, but this is also a terrestrial radio show that's syndicated in the Midwest, so. Oh, cool. You can't tell me to go F myself. Well, you can. <laughs> we'll just edit it out. All right. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just think bad things. Anyway, okay. I've loved you since the beginning, and I like the show now. I don't know how you put up with some of the things that you did for all those years. That was not easy, Lynn. <gasps> it was not easy. It wasn't but... easy for me either. <laughs> well, I hear that quite often, actually. It just it was. Yeah. It just. I don't know what she's referring to. I'll, t- I'll tell well, you. Right. Off I'll the air, you. maybe he'll. Yeah, I'll tell. I'll tell him off the air. It's just uh, there were some people that. Uh, well, you know, uh, and then I'm, I'm from South Dakota too, so it's like, oop, oop. Ah, that'll be all right. It, it all works <laughs> out in the end, but you know, it all works out. So, so you're out there for, you're not still out there for Thanksgiving, are you? No, no, I'm working from home today. I just came out to, my mom had some doctor appointments, and so I'm helping her oh, out so, with that. So you're good to and go. And working from home, which is nice. 
Well, Lynn, I, I tell you, dude, the fact that you listen to this show and the KQ Morning Show and all the stuff that I do. Oh, JB just walked in. Don't scare us. Oh, anything. I love JB. JB he's just got cute here. One. I don't know if he's cute or not. <laughs> he's cute. JB, there's a woman on the phone that says you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> never seen photos of me. Never seen photos. She can see you on YouTube right now. She's watching YouTube. Yeah, no, so there you... he is. Now <laughs> he's in the yeah, there's a bit of a delay on YouTube. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of a delay. That, that's about it. But anyway, any... I had a groping story I was going to tell you. A groping story, all right? Because Sam, you know, he's probably all about it. It's my bread and butter right here. Talk <laughs> <Yeah>. to me. <laughs> well, I uh, <laughs> I had a guy that I was trying to get some uh, work. Uh, some chairs refinished I had of my grandpa and grandma's. So this guy at work told me a place to go, and it was very reasonable. So I said, okay, I'll talk to this guy. I went out there. He was an older guy. And I took my chairs out there, and he said, yeah, great. I can fix these for you and redo them. And I said, how much? He told me the price. Anyway, when they were done, he called me, and I came and got him. I put him in my car, and we were visiting. I paid him, and we were talking, and he said, oh, let me show you what I'm working on. He had kind of like a big, like a Morton building with an office on the side. And I yeah. said, oh, yeah, sure. His wife was sitting there. I went in the back, and I looked up, and I said, wow, that is a huge camper. He had a fifth wheel sitting <laughs> back there. A fifth the next wheel. thing I knew, I was up against the wall. Oh, God. how old were and you? And he said to me, you're a good-looking woman. Now, this is like 25 years ago. You know so what's crazy to... about this story is there have been so many openings where I thought it was going to happen. <laughs> you know, because she know. was like, how much? And then he was like, yeah. how, how big is it? And I'm like, wait, what? How many are these? So many so, mysteries. So, yeah, I had it all going on, didn't I? I was just asking for it. Unbelievable. Anyway, I'm telling you, I, oh, I put my elbow up, like, right under his chin, and I just, like, you get away from me. And I went out. Good thing I had already written my check and my chairs were in the car or they would have been left behind, let me tell you. Yeah. I was so, I shook all the way back Jesus. home because I don't think I was scared. I was so surprised it happened and I was so mad because the first thing you think of is, what did I do? Did I do something? Did I, you know, because you're just right, talking to the guy, right. joking, laughing. Yep. Just having, like you just said, I mean, 14 different people touched you yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? I mean, I just, I couldn't figure out what I had done to provoke something like that. And what did this guy think was going to happen? It's like, why would you do something like that? It's not a good way to get recommendations for your chair shop. <laughs> no, your chair no, refinishing. It's going to hit the wall on you. Well, well not only... So, not only that, but the disconnect for me is, for this guy is... You said his wife was there. She was there, but when I came out, she was gone. Oh, man. So I'm like, wait, whoa. You know, and I didn't realize that until, of course, after I got in my car and sped down the alleyway. It's a little, little town out on Highway 7. Unbelievable. I am telling you. And he was like an old guy. Was it so like again, Hutchinson? Pardon? Was it on Hutchinson? No, not that far. It was out on <laughs> that far. <laughs> you know what, Tom? Off the air, I could tell you who this was, and you'd, you'd probably say, I think I know that guy. Honestly? Honestly. Oh, man. But I, couldn't, I wouldn't do it unless it was off the air. Well, I mean, he's been dead for many years now. But so this guy that I worked with who recommended him, months later he came in my office and he said, so-and-so has 
cancer, and he's really sick, doesn't have long to live. And I said, oh. He goes, well, you know who I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. The guy that did your chairs. Yes, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't say, I'm sorry. Oh, that's so awful. <laughs> yes. Then a few months later, he came in and told me that he passed away. And I said, oh. He goes, well, you know who I'm talking about, right? The guy that didn't refinish your chairs. I said, I know who you're talking about, okay? I don't care. You know, you know what's convenient, though, is that he did chairs, and he always had bad news, so he always had to tell his wife to sit down. (laughs) He's like, you might want to sit down for this. I'm the chairman. I'm the chairman. Sit down for it. Do you think, Lynn, in any way, shape, or form, that he and his wife didn't didn't really have much of a sexual life? I don't know. And therefore, she would just kind of disappear when it was convenient? Well, you know, and I think, you know, I went out there after work. I was thinking about it, you know, later, of course, like, long time later maybe she just left and went in to make supper or something i don't know i just can't believe that i was just weird the whole thing was so bizarre and i'll tell you i haven't thought about it in years i mean this has got to be 20 years ago that this happened yeah i haven't thought about it in years and now with all of this every day a new groping story (laughs) It's like it happened yesterday. Yeah, it's every day now. It's, it's, it's just, two or three, four of them a day now. Yeah. And this is like the least juicy one because it's a chair guy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean Matt Lauer's going down. You know, no one's, make, a, no one's making the chair guy story. You know, he's no, like, we true. were selling no. chairs left and right. It was no, a wild too much time. Stain, I guess. Well, I don't know. I'm glad to hear it's not a guy in southwest Minneapolis because I had. I have a friend that does upholstery that is good. <laughs> no, no, no. in southwest like... Minneapolis, and his wife is always there. And I was, as you were telling this, I was like, huh? <laughs> oh, no. No. These people, good. I'm sure they're both. I know that he is. I'm sure she is, too. Long gone by now. But, Long yeah. gone. Well, I have to find out sometime who it is. Yeah, I don't know how I can tell you. No, we'll figure I'd it like out. to tell you, though, because I bet you'd be like, oh, my God, I think I know that person. I might. did some voiceover. Really? Many years ago. Oh, so I probably do know who it is. I hope you don't, but I'm thinking, I was yeah. just thinking about this so many times. I'm like, I got to call sometime and tell you this story, what? and if you know him, I'll freak. Here's what I but will do. But at any rate, if you want, I got to get back to work, you guys. I love y'all. Okay, Lynn, could you hold on one second? Because sure. Melina will hop on and get the name, and then he'll write it oh. down and show it to me. Another cute guy. Oh, <laughs> God. Don't. We get it. You're horny. I can only imagine why I hit on you. Jesus Christ. Everyone's cute. Oh, no, stop. And the funny thing is, when you said that about Mike, he didn't have the headphones on, so he didn't hear Oh, it. that's too bad. <laughs> I was just going to say, if uh, she hangs up and calls back, we can... <laughs> Oh, she, why? She can't? For some reason, it doesn't always work when we uh, disconnect someone and try to get them back to the right. phone. Lynn, would you mind calling right back and just delete, yeah, leaving the I'll name talk, with Mike? I'll talk to Mike. Thanks, Lynn. All right. Have a good day. You Bye. as well. Thank you. Yeah, yesterday, as you were coming in, Sam, I was not, just just to see um, what it's like. Because my, my fear is with all this stuff going on that it's going to be like almost illegal to even touch somebody anymore. Yeah, you know, and that that part does give, and that's not to discredit any of these women, you know, none of the accusations or anything. I'm not trying to do that at oh, all. It's like going through airport security. You're like, I know I don't have drugs on me, but mm-hmm. I'm still scared. No, I know. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> I what it feels like, right? It does. Well, even a friendly hug these days, you just kind of like, 
until they like reach out first mm-hmm. and it's like okay What's yeah up? and you still kind of lean I into know. it yeah. you're like tapping women on the shoulder <laughs> and calling them sport it's weird right. you know? <laughs> I uh, yes so I, I decided that I was going to I was going to uh, count how many people touched me that I didn't didn't know all that well mm-hmm. so just to see you know how common it is actually and people don't recognize me unless I talk because, you know, they've been listening to the show for all those 32 years or whatever, like people like Lynn. So they don't really know what I look like because I don't come in to do the show and I don't do a whole, whole lot on uh, on television or anything like that. And 14 people yesterday, two people I worked with and 12 listeners that I met in the streets, and uh, they all touched me. Either like on the shoulder, put their hand on my shoulder or put their arm around my shoulder or touch my, me on the back. But it was all very sweet and very nice. It was like, oh, I really like, you know, I really like, like basically, uh, if this were your hand, you know, and I go, hey, man, Sam, great yeah. job. Right, It's right. kind of like that kind of stuff. And I hope we don't get away from that. I hope we don't get away from saying, hey, you, you pat you on the back and say, you, you did a great job, you know? Yeah, I think times just change. You know, people get more guarded. I mean, there used to be a time where you just like let your kids run free in the oh, street, God, you know. Yeah. And that time is long gone. So I, it's it's some long some gone. of it's for better and some of it's for worse. And no, and you're right. So it's I guess it, it, it's a shame, but uh, it is a shame. I hope I hope people feel you just hope women feel safe. I guess at the end of it, you know, that's all you can hope for. Absolutely. Well, they could be related to us. Then they know you touch them, you're dead. <laughs> so it used to be in the neighborhood, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll be back more with Sam right after this Tom Bernard show. My pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your My Pillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one My Pillow and get one free online with my code KQRS or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. When you care about your job, you care about the job you do. At Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, they hire the best people, treat them right, and they treat you right when you call to schedule an appointment. Bryant Furnaces and Air Conditioners and the Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan are as good as it gets. This is Tom Bernard for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Visit SabreHeating.com for special savings on air conditioners. Plus, get more information on their Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Come on, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, man. We are back. Sam Morrill is at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30. We're just talking about uh, the the new segue to try to get non-American. Like, to be a... You got Jimmy Kimmel and you got... Uh, Conan. You got Conan, you got Fallon. Colbert. They're all American. Yeah, Colbert. Is Colbert American? He's though? from, like, North he Carolina. Yeah, sure? yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. Then that, you got James Gordon. James Corden? Corden, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I thought with Jane, with that, that Stephen Colbert with that bent ear thing, he's from another country. No, <laughs> no, he's uh, he's from North Carolina. Is I think. he really? Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine, really, a really good friend of mine, works for him. Paul, you know Paul Mercurio? Yeah, I know Paul. Yeah, yeah Paul's sure. a great friend. Yeah, cool. I love Paul. He's as good as it gets. He's mentally ill. Oh, sure. Yeah, he's a wonderful most guy. Most of us are. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. Most people, most people in 
in any public life, most people are crazy. But especially I, Paul. I mean, who goes from being a high-profile Wall Street lawyer to a comedian? I no offense, that, but I mean, you more know. More people do <laughs> weird stuff like that than you think, though. You yeah. know, there's like a lot of Greg lawyers. Turn, yeah, a lot of lawyers oh, turn yeah. comedian. Yeah, Geraldo is one of the best ever, you know? Best and, ever, yeah. Uh, Great guy. Jesus. <laughs> what are you playing? Playing a little Greg Giraldo died music? Or what, that was what dark. Was that? Well, that was dark, Jesus wasn't Christ. it? There was an ad that came up after, like, we had this story up for 15 minutes, and then all and of then a sudden came up. it decides to start playing. Um, it's so annoying. Yeah, a lot of comics seem to have that uh, death wish a little bit to, like, you know, have oh, something yeah. safe. But also, like, they would have been the most miserable, you know, mm-hmm. you know to have, like, to, to want to do that and to have that in you and to be doing some desk job, you'd probably be pretty miserable. So it's it's probably for the best, even if there wasn't that yeah. stability and financial payoff. No, I know. understand. I, one, one of our favorite times, the guy down there is my son, the, the chief engineer down there. And our my wife is usually on the show, but she's sick. And then our daughter's on the show three days a week. And Paul Mercurio in this studio with my daughter is hilarious. He drives her insane, <laughs> which is wonderful for me. It yeah. is. It's wonderful just to hear it. That's you guys are like a close family. That's awesome. That, I don't think I've ever awesome talked to my though. family that much ever. <laughs> Not ever. No. I mean, like, no. I love them, but it's just I, you know, Your mother and father. They live in New York. Ah, uh, yeah. They're in. Uh, they're in New York City. They're in Manhattan. My sister and brother in Brooklyn. I'm. All, I'm way up on the Upper West Side. Like near harlem like by columbia oh are you yeah i like that area up there actually. it's amazing i, I really so wait are you morningside heights or upper west side it's I, it's called morning vale that's what they call it <laughs> morning the, vale. they have to they have to come up with a name like okay. the, you exactly. know the realtors yeah. come up with a name like because yeah. you know for hell's kitchen yeah, it's clinton. for hell's kitchen they would like they started calling it clinton's yeah. and then they were like oh no they want it to be called hell's <laughs> kitchen again they have to like go back and forth yeah because then they're that's like, no, true. no, they want to spend a shitload of money. So I, was, I don't know, you that's can't right, they it. Did out. All right. well, you, you, they want to spend a ton of money, but then uh, they want it to be like have a dingy name. Yeah. It's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I guess it's called Morning Vale, but it's like, yeah, it's, okay. it's in between, kind of. Morning Vale. It's an awesome area. It's I, still like, uh, it's still uh, got a little bit of that old New York thing, but it's, it feels pretty safe, which is cool. What do you mean by the old New York thing? I mean, there's like, my building is such a piece of garbage. It's hilarious. I mean, it's like, I don't know why this is charming, but there's like a leak in the ceiling. The faucets don't work well. The super hates me for some reason. Like, it's like one of the things where I'm like, I did nothing to this guy. I put the wrong recycling in the thing once, and he's held it against me for for like two years now. That's like the guy in this building. It is. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. He's he hates me. Same. I know because you put the he put it like a pop bottle in the yeah. in the wrong. Like five years bin. ago, he would just scream. He just screams at me sometimes. <laughs> He'll see me and I'm. I try to be. I'm just like, hey man, what's? I try to be friendly and he just screams at me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. I just have to. I, and it's like I'm an adult. Like it hit me. He was screaming at me for like two minutes straight once. And I was like, I'm an adult. I have to listen to this. I just walked away and now it's worse. It's like worse between us. So, so it's even worse. It's not good. And he's. You know, you pay your rent on time. Always, well, I'm see, a good what's tenant. What's the problem? Right. Uh, yeah, it's weird. He gets like mad at me. Like one time, I flushed the toilet and it like, uh, it like shot out water everywhere, and it was like leaking. And he came and he's like, "What the hell?" And I'm like, "Well, just it didn't work. What do you want me to do?" Like it's like it's situations where I should be mad, but he's right. like mad at me. Very and, famous uh, plumber. Yeah, and then 
you know, it's also a thing where now the toilet doesn't flush normally. You have to like pull it up and hold oh, it at a certain God. angle. Oh, and it's like one of the things if I bring a woman back, it's very <laughs> hard because like she's like, your toilet doesn't work. I'm like, no, it works. I just have to do it myself. But it's like they don't want to leave in whatever they no. left in for me to like see and no. fix. So, yeah, no. so it creates a whole situation. What I'm saying is he's terrible and somehow I'm apologizing for him. It's, it's, a, it's a bad dynamic we've created. You do, know? do you live in this place? I live for, there. For um, content in your act? No, no, not at all. I've <laughs> never. I mean, why do you stay there? Ah, it's a good location. It's a good price. It's Manhattan. It's it's hard to leave. It's hard yeah. to leave the island. You know, it's so convenient. Well, Denzel just bought a place for fifty million. So fifty. $50 million well, for I wonder what the maintenance goes for in that. Oh, God, can you imagine? So much. Say, listen, your HOA is ten grand a month. <laughs> oh, it's more than that. I'm sure it's oh, more Oh, yeah, you're right. It'd be like 100 yeah. grand a month. Probably, right? Yeah. 100 it's grand a month be. for so, HOA fees. Did they give a space layout number on this place or whatever? No, did they, Andy? Because you... You saw that story, didn't you, with Denzel Washington? Well, actually, it was what, 49.5 million. Yeah. It was Why? Like, I don't I don't get what you need. In the, it's in Manhattan? Yeah. It's probably no. not even that big. No. It's probably like a four-bedroom or something, probably. honestly. Isn't no, it, it's, it's a Trebek, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think he's Trebek or a Soho. How many bedrooms is it? Does it say? It's like four or five. No Dude. way. Is it, I was joking. Is it really <laughs> no, four or five anyway. beds? Is I don't that know. not It's insane? pretty nice. Well, I guess the bedrooms are probably huge. I'm sure it's look. It's probably a good place. He's been he's been in some good movies. And he put it up on my screen so I can show Sam. It's twenty eight point eight thousand square feet. Twenty eight thousand oh, square feet. That's, that's big. A, that's from Manhattan. That's big. Holy God! That's well, I don't, not a it's not condo in, though. That's a, well, for one, it's not even in New York, the state. What? Oh, wait. So it's in Manhattan. Yeah. He's in Tribeca. Okay, well, he I he bought heard. a mansion in late 2013, so I guess he must have bought one again. This well, he, he does pretty well, actually. Are you yeah, sure? he's yeah, a great little, a great little Italian place in Tribeca. If he's ever in the area, Pepe Rossi to go. Great Italian man. Pepe Rossi take out. Oh, dude, it's the best. Are you Italian? No, I'm a Jew. I'm a Russian Polish Jew. <laughs> Russian Polish Jew. Yeah, but you like well, Italian food. Yeah, who doesn't? That's oh, true. I like That's every, true. I like every kind of every, food. I, I eat anything. Too. It's not that he bought it. It's that he was a past owner of it. Past owner of what? This house. Oh, the house oh. you're looking at. Sting is the current owner, and they're selling it. Oh, Sting's selling it? Uh, yes, 15 Central Park West. Oh. Hey, he's oh. in your neighborhood, Upper West Side. 15 Central Park West, so that's probably like by Columbus Circle, yeah, right? Yeah, So he's, he's more like, that's a good area. You got every, not that Sting's <laughs> taking the train, but uh, I like how you think about it like how I would live there. He's like, you know he's doing a very different day-to-day. Mm, yeah. He, be, Sting doesn't have a metro card, probably. But, uh, yeah. Now, he's, Sting is apparently a great dude. He's, he, That's what they he say. Came yeah. to, he goes to comedy shows sometimes. Oh, does he? Yeah, my friend met him, and he was like, the guy was the coolest. So he's got a sense of humor? I guess he does. I don't know. $56 million, dollars, three bedrooms. That's hilarious. $56 yeah. million? Dollars? Why do, Why do I live there? What Let am I doing? Yeah, for Let real. me see the picture. Why do people buy these things? Let me see the picture. $56 million for three bedrooms. Blorp. Well, here's like the living room kind of thing. I mean, yeah, it's not, not even that great. No. Uh, there's more living room, living room. How about Joan Rivers? You ever see her condo? I mean, it was like a palace. It was a palace, man. Good for her. She, but, and she also, but Joan Rivers was awesome because Joan paid for like all her housekeepers, yeah. kids to go to college and stuff. Yeah, so it's like, so she was ostentatious and ridiculous, but she also was seemed like a decent person. There's but how no can way they call fifty-six million for this joint? I know. How can they call things that expensive or that huge? 
like Joan Rivers' place. Yeah. Condos. It's not like condo. It looked like Saddam Hussein could have lived in it. You know, it was like in Midtown, <laughs> yeah, but it was like gold. That's true. Well, she did like, like gold everywhere. Yeah. Just like Donald Trump, same stories. <laughs> gold everywhere. I would think after it hits a certain size or dollar amount, there should be another name. Their apartment, condo. Well, technically it was a penthouse. Yeah. So I think that makes it something else. Yeah, the penthouse makes it. Yeah, yeah you, I don't, you, you might be right. $56 million. We thought it was only 49.5. It was 56. Mm. I just want an apartment that doesn't collect a ton of dust. Like, <laughs> that's, that's all I want right now. A toilet that works? That'd a toilet good. that does that flushes the right way. <laughs> it flushes. This norm. guy really, like, I'm realizing the mind games, like, he's a Jedi. The stuff he's done to me. <laughs> he's a he Jedi. Made I'm me... assuming, is it a walk-up? Uh, there's an elevator, oh, okay. but, but I, I, I never take it because oh, I'm no. on the third floor, so I just kind of, oh. I just run up usually. Yeah, it's a good plan. We liked our place on 20th Street and 2nd Avenue. That's a great I, hood, man. I, I love that area. I loved it down there. One of my favorite things I, I've talked about quite often is that my wife, well, first of all, when we first, I first went out, I, I went out there to do voiceover. Uh, I wasn't in radio out there. I just did voiceover. So I went out there, and, and we weren't married yet, so she, she lived here. And then I came back here on the weekends. And my favorite thing to do, I'd go do a couple of commercials, and then I'd have nothing to do the rest of the day. So I went and played stickball with the Puerto Rican kids across the street and got my ass handed <laughs> to me every single. They were phenomenal. Well, you're in that great area because you had that, you have that stickball. And then also you're like by Stytown where they have those awesome courts. I, I knew a guy who lived there and we used to play ball. And it yeah. was like, they're, oh, like, they're like heated courts. They're insane. It was unbelievable. It was a, it was a great place to live. Yeah, that New area York. is awesome. It is. I, I had that was a wonderful experience for me. Living in New York was good because you know, even though I grew up here, uh, you know, I grew up in a very urban area of this town. So to go to New York was like, hey, it's kind of like being at home. You know, it was yeah, nice, very urban. Yeah, yeah, I love that I get to do the road a lot because uh, you know I love living there, but it's it's like you get to go to different, you get to see different parts of the country. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's no question. New York is dangerous for uh, ballpark holy. I'm uh, 31. Oh, that's how old Andy is. It is not good because I was 31 when I—I I think I was 29 when I when I moved there. I started going there when I was 25. When I was 29, we—that's when we got the place. That is not a good city for a 29-year-old guy to live in who's making pretty good money. It's not a good place. Why to not? Because everything is available 24 hours oh, a day. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you know I, thought, I, mean? I thought you were like, going the other way. It's like the best. But I guess, yeah, you don't want to blow your money. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, we had so much fun. It was unbelievable. God, we had a lot of fun. But you know what? It's, it's, it is. That's right. But it's also at the same time, you know, there's so much to do. But then also there's it's so much competitiveness. So you find a lot of cheap yeah. food there, too. Oh, yeah. But I'm just talking about the fact that, you know, 29-year-old, you're immature as hell. And you're just going, hey. That's true. You know, that's the problem. No, bars are no joke there. You, you get a cocktail. You're oh, like, yeah. $16 for this? Are you kidding <laughs> me? it's true. I'm but like, that's the other thing, though. It's 3.30 in the morning. What are we going to do? I don't know. Let's call the liquor store and have them bring some stuff over. It's insane, right? <laughs> That's not a good thing. I have too much. Uh, people give me scotch and stuff as gifts all the time. Oh, yeah. And I never drink at home because I'm always just out at shows. So yeah. I have like so many bottles of scotch at home <laughs> that are like good <laughs> bottles that are untouched. And I'm That's like, good. one day, they're like, they'll be my retirement batch. You so know? You light it up. I'll, I'll bust open. Yeah, I'll light it up when I hit like 60 or 70 maybe. I don't know. That would be so great. There's, there's this... Uh, there's this guy out front. I think he's a Jew, but he's drunk. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really good. Really good for the image, Sam. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, Jews that, can't drink at all. 
Jews da- are David generally- Tell once said that to me. He was like, let me tell you a secret. Jews, they can't drink. I knew a couple that could drink. Yeah. I, don't, uh, I did mean, a pretty good job. I don't have a great tolerance at all. No? No. I'm not a bad drunk, though. I'm not, at least, like, I'm not belligerent. I'm pretty... I'm pretty. That's why... If you're belligerent, you quit. I mean, if you're belligerent, you, someone, you get fired from work or yep. something. Yeah. You, you cause the scene. I'm not. I'm pretty upbeat. Yeah, and... you quit drinking if it's a detriment to your life. Right. Which, for a lot of people, it is. But, which, yeah, I, I've never, like... I don't know. I don't get why some people get so angry when they drink. I think they're not dealing with stuff. I think they probably, you know. Well, yeah, there's definitely that. What are you talking about, you guys? I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of those people, they never, like, been to therapy or they internalize all this anger. And then, well, they, get, too, and then they get lit up and it's like it all comes out and you're like, wow, I, I didn't know. I think people, once those scars are made, uh, there's no getting rid of them. No. So yeah, you just can't happen. you just can't do anything that lowers your inhibitions or you know makes you more emotional ever again because it's always going to be there. You're never going to forget about what happened and you know your uh, evolutionarily speaking your brain is always going to remember bad things so you know what to avoid later. So I mean yeah, unless you true. like get some disease that wipes your memory or something but that's probably not as good. You know what I really liked about when I used to drink? What? My daughter who's 28 hated the euphoria part of it. Like, when I was in a really good mood, she thought I just got way too boisterous and made too, way too much noise, so she hated that part. <laughs> yeah, you and did get Aunt, a bit loud. Andy hated the dysphoria part of it, when I'd go, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so each kid, I couldn't win, you know what I mean? That makes sense, though. Five years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I definitely have a friend, uh, my friend Joe Mackey is a comic. He, all, he just can't turn it off when he's drunk, so yeah, he's oh, upbeat, yeah. but it's like, this is his levels. He's like, he gets drunk, and then he's like my best friend. So he'll he'll get hammered, and then it's like three straight hours of everything I say. He'll be like, oh yeah, well you're a bad comedian. Like that's just three hours, and I'm like, all right, dude, we get it. Like every and it, people are dying because they're like, what's wrong with this guy? And then like hour three, he's just like, I'm a terrible person. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. no, dude, I'm laughing. Oh yeah, but I love when it turns and it hits him. Yep, it's true. It's absolutely true. We'll take a break. Be right back. More with Sam. Sam is at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30. Right back on Tom Bernard Show. Did you find the worst Christmas song you could find? <laughs> we talk about Hollis Queens. Good God. Oh, this is... <laughs> Who is this? Run DMC. Yeah. Oh, Run DMC. That's all I need. Run DMC. You know what? I, I was thinking about, they asked me to put together like a list, a playlist for my special for the crowd, and I almost put King of Rock on, and I just didn't. I'm like, I might put it back on after hearing that. It's, a, it's like a good, upbeat, like fun song kind of, you know? Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. I'll put it on. It's going to get on. So, I had like, because I mixed it up between like rock and hip hop. I try to use a lot of like New York groups and stuff. Oh, do you? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just thought it'd be like a fun mix. So we were just talking about. You want to talk about your special at all? Nah, I mean it's it's good. Off? We can. Hold, I mean we could. It's it's gonna be good. It's gonna it's like coming together. I second guess myself because last night the crowd was so tight for like the first 10, 15 minutes right. or so. But I think uh, I think the jokes work. So it's just one of the things where uh, I gotta just plow through and and it'll work. People are more concerned about how they look rather than whether they think it's funny or not. They're concerned about that now. Well, should I laugh at that? I, look, if it's funny, it's funny. I'm sorry. There's going to be one. There's one bit in this special that's going to, I think, get me in trouble. <laughs> like Comedy well, Central, I didn't hear, but like they apparently were not thrilled that I was. I think they think it's funny, but they're just like it's going to get us 
in trouble. Really? And, and I'm just like, hey, press is press, baby. Let's do this, you know? Yeah, that's true. I think it's a funny joke, and I think it's worth it. So. Well, hey, you know, it's your it's your life, it's your career, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, but I mean that in a good way. It sounds so final now when you say that. No, I didn't mean it that it's way your at career. all. I didn't mean it. I, mean, I didn't mean that at all. It's just, a, but you make your choices, and uh, yeah. Hey, if people didn't take chances, there would be no comedy. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Also, it's like you know, we're talking. All these people are losing their jobs now, and it's for bad things they did. Yeah, you know, and, and not bad things they said. And I think that's more appropriate. You know, if if you I say something that's bad, that's one thing. You know, but if you do something bad, I mean, we, we should get back to separating the two because for a long I time it felt like that. we weren't. You know. Yep, I agree with that. I think you're absolutely right. And and with comedy, like what excites me about a comedy club is like. This is like the last place we could really say whatever we want. You know, there's mm-hmm. you're censored everywhere. You know, TV sets are like, like I mean, oh my god, I don't know if you ever like put together like a, a set for like a TV, like a CBS or NBC type show. It, it's insane what they don't yeah. let you say. You're like, well, we're adults here. I you know? know. So then when you get to like the club at night, you're like, well, this anything could be said tonight, and that to me is is exciting. I I would agree with you. Well, we just I, I read a story this morning. On the morning show about the fact that broadcast, what used to be broadcast television, ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox, uh, they're really hurting themselves because nothing is funny on TV any longer. I mean, there are a couple of funny things out there, but not a ton like there they used to be. They keep remaking the same garbage. Do yeah, we really need... Right. Yeah. Uh, it's right. Like, it's like, what's a popular movie from the 80s? Bam. Sitcom. You know, know, it's like, do we really need another Lethal Weapon? You know, it's like, I look, I love Lethal Weapon. It's a great movie. You know, it's like, it's a classic franchise, but like, enough. We've seen, like, you you can remake a cop show and you can remake a, but it's so safe that it makes me annoyed when I like, where they're like, I'll, I'll pitch a show and they'll be like, yeah, it sounds like kind of a risk. I'm like, no, this is less of a risk than that is because. Right. Because this is original, and this will at least like maybe get some positive. I don't know, whatever. the The state of Hollywood stinks. It's every we show they talked about that. And that's we talked true. about that. Yeah, we talked about Younger Sheldon already. We already covered that. About Young Sheldon, yeah. Now, the problem with nostalgia trips like that is, for, like with Fuller House, people are going to watch the first episode of Fuller House, and they're going to be like, "Oh man, I remember Full House. You know, it was such an awesome show, and that kind of thing." But then after the first episode, that feeling is going to wane, and they're just going to be left with something that they realize that they don't really like anymore right so i mean it makes sense for like you know a movie maybe um but a series a nostalgia based series is not a good idea well also people forget that full house was a terrible show it was so, not good. so so people are watching it it was so i got bad. i got major problems they're man. watching it and it's like well this was popular ironically yeah. and then and then you bring it back you're like well what approach do you take cuz uh-huh. like it's it was popular so I don't know. That's, Let me that's, take my phone. Get a couple of phone numbers off of here because they won't be calling me anymore. <laughs> I know I, who I you're just, talking about. Well, Bob Saget and Dave Coulier really? are pretty good friends, so I, they might never talk to me. I, I worked with Saget once. He's a great guy. But, Saget's but a great guy. He's a, he's a great dude. But so is Coulier. But, but, but the show. I mean, come on. He knows the show. I never terrible. watched the show. Yeah, I mean, he that's what he makes fun of. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it was a hit. It was it. People loved it, but you know. Popular things are, you know, the critics always hated it. It was basically it was yeah. popular because Gen X liked it because it was bad, and the uh, Gen Y liked it because Gen X liked it. Right. So now that everyone's grown up, everyone's they they see it for what it is, which is how a lot of '80s things are. 
yeah. a lot of '80s things, '80s and '90s were just not good, but. We liked them because we didn't know better or because, you know, well, right everyone now, else liked them, so... Now television there. is so freaking good, you know? Like, they, they can make, like, anything. So, so I mean, if you go on, like, Netflix or, like, oh, some yeah. of these HBO shows or cable... You right. know, like, they're, they're pushing the boundaries, and and it, sometimes it feels like they're coming at you too quickly. Like, sometimes you're like, well, they could have spent a little more time on this one, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But there's so many options that you got to kill it, and that's good. It's good when you have to make something great. Well, I, I agree with you. We, you know, we have Roku at the house. We have, you know, Amazon and Hulu and Netflix. And although Netflix just canceled 17 of their series, really, 17. Of what them. were like the popular ones that got canceled? Probably House of Cards, right? Is that done? House of Cards is done. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> they got a problem. I, I like how like the Kevin Spacey movie, the Jay Paul Getty movie, they just yeah. got Christopher Plummer to, right. to, to act. That'd be great if they just got someone for House of Cards to play him too. But that's what I was telling you though. Who could they get though? Who's like maybe it'd be great if they got someone that didn't fit at all. That you know? didn't fit at all. Well, good. <laughs> well, they're doing Hamilton. Hamilton's a black guy right. on Broadway, so why not? That's true. Hamilton's so, the best thing ever. That play is unreal, man. Is it? Oh my god. It was like the best thing I've ever seen. That's what everybody tells me. I have not seen it, but everybody I, tells me it's fantastic. I, I didn't want to be one of those people, and I'm now one of those people because it's that you are. freaking good. See how you are. Michelle just walked by, JB. There she is. She's Probably have to, at least I would have to take out a loan to afford a ticket to go. I got I got a hookup. My agent's a good person. Okay. She's, she's, uh, she yes. keeps me happy. <laughs> Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> no, she's awesome. Yeah, no, it was, I loved it. I don't. I, I never do that, but you never go to Broadway shows. Not enough. I wish I did no. more. I wish it was like more of a. But it's so expensive. Yeah. You know? Plus, a lot of it's not very good. I hear De- Dear Evan Hansen's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen. I hear that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a different world. It's a different world, it, dude. It's so you have to be so. It's probably the hardest job in entertainment to I be would think to so, be a yeah. Broadway actor. What's harder than that? I would think you're absolutely right about that. I mean, that. I can it's do my job drunk. You know, it's like, think <laughs> I about... I thought you did your job drunk. I mean, I have. I don't do, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> you, mean, you, always, you always have one set where you're like, my rule is if I can't listen to the set for those reasons, then it's like, yeah. get it together, dude. Like, if I if I hear myself do something and I'm like, ooh, and I'm like, well, I'm doing well. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm slurring. You know, it's embarrassing. My mom saw me on stage hammered once, and I was like, "That's a bad oh, thing really? for her to have to see." Well, so. that's like that's how uh, Frank Sinatra got famous is being like drunk yet charming. Yeah, that was like his entire uh, his entire uh, Dean Martin too. Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Yeah, it's also how uh, it's also how they died young. Yeah, that's very <laughs> well, true. Is that. I guess Sinatra wasn't that young, but he's pretty young. He could have. He was rich. He could have lived older. He could have lived, yeah, to be older. Yeah, and he wasn't a very big guy. Smaller guys tend to live a lot longer than big guys. So he could have lived. He could have lived to his six 90s. three. I've been listening to Sam, and it's like, man, he's he's an audio separated at birth with somebody. Me? Is he? George Clooney. Really? Really? You think so? Mm-hmm. It's always fun to be uh, compared to a really handsome person's voice. <laughs> yes, it really is really good for you. Hey, how's, voice, your, how's your tequila match? <laughs> Face Casamigos, so dude. Yeah, Casamigos. Casamigos is pretty good. A billion dollars, though. It's well, it's all about branding, right? It's yeah, popular. It's all about it's branding. 100% it's about, branding. It's it's good. It's not like the best tequila I've ever had, but it's pretty good. Now, remember, I said that I don't drink anymore. Yeah, you, you lied. Don't want me to be around tequila. Man. Oh, really? Oh no. It's like a hey, beer. I can drink beer all day long. Nothing. 
I drink some wine as long as I keep it uh, a decent level. It's not bad. Yeah, with tequila, Whiskey. they 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 trick you because they like, like we drink oh. it on the rocks. You're very classy. Yeah, yeah. And then like you're like, well, I'm still peeing behind a fire hydrant. You know, it's like <laughs> it's the same like it's the same result. I just yeah, I right. just swirled it while I drank it a little. You know. Uh, yeah, that's it's, it. Uh, it's it's I don't know what it what it is in my brain, but I honestly got it. I'm not making this up. If I drink tequila, it pisses me off, and I don't know why. Right. I get angry, but I don't know what I'm angry at. <laughs> It's weird. It's uh, yeah. It's not like it's it's a tough guy drink. It's a problem I drink. Suppose, it is a problem drink. It's not. It's a drink where you're like, I don't know. But it sticks with you too, though, because I feel like I can still feel it, taste it the next day, or even two days later. That's like, why it's a tough guy yeah, drink because you have to you have to stomach it. But see, like scotch or like something like that, I can handle. Like it's not that big of an issue. It doesn't stay with me. My favorite things to get really loaded on are scotch or wine because. <laughs> They're such different drunks. Like wine, oh, I'm silly are. and I'm sloppy, and scotch, I'm just like buzzed. I'm just really like lowered, you know. I love that. So I can't do beer anymore because I'm just peeing all night. Yeah, and I, it does. I, can't, yeah, I know. I drink too much coffee. You guys, you guys probably drink a ton of coffee, right? So it's yeah. you can't do that. I don't. Yeah. But see, like the problem with beer for me was like back in school, I drank so much shitty beer in college. Right. That now I just hate all beer. Yeah. That's I've a, never been a huge it. beer fan. It's all right, but it's like, uh, why bother? Somebody explained to me, because it's obviously not my generation, but beer is beer. Why, why do I would like a little hoppy with the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kiss That's, my ass. Beers, their <laughs> beers do beer. vary a lot. Oh, oh, my God. Although 90% of them are just objective. Well, the other bad. problem, too, is now everybody's making their own beer in their bathtubs or their basements. They so, are, yeah. You know. I just, it's beer. Who yeah. cares? First of all, I don't think, well, wine I did. I, I drank wine for the taste. Wine is fun, man. But the rest of it, I couldn't, I don't care what it tasted like. It was just like, you know. Yeah, if could, you have like, I, not, not that I know anything about it, but you can you can feel it while you're drinking if you're drinking a good wine or not. Oh, like, yeah. that drunk, oh, yeah. you feel it. I mean, I've definitely, when I've had a good one, I'm like, Oh, this is like all. I would just if I were like super rich, I would just be a wino. I would just be hammered all the time on good wine. It would be great. Spend a lot of money on wine, man. Some people like holy cow, they really uh, just like Johnny Depp. Yes. Is that what he does? Wino for life. Wino, wino forever. Wino, wino, for or wino forever. Yeah. You know that story? What is it? Johnny Depp, Winona Ryder. No, I don't know. You know Winona Ryder? I know she is. Okay, they were dating. Uh-huh. And he decided to be a good idea on his bicep. He has Winona Forever oh. tattooed on his bicep. They broke up. So he went and had two letters taken off. So now all it says is Wino Forever. That's clever. <laughs> That's a true story. And how much was he spending? I mean, we talked about it when he... Uh, he first time he took Winona Ryder out, he spent $150,000 on three yeah. bottles of wine. But remember, we went through his finances oh uh, when he was... Really, oh, yeah. Yeah, and we... He's broke. He's no. broke, but how much yeah. was he spending a month on wine? Oh, it was unbelievable. It was, it was, it was tens of thousands yeah. of dollars. That's almost like, yeah, see, now I take it back. That's that's, <laughs> no, it sounds back. stupid, right? Now it sounds stupid when you hear it. But he also, like, he seems like he spends money on a lot of annoying stuff. Yeah. Like, he seems like if you're his accountant, you're like, dude, come on. Like, uh-huh. you need a 
fortieth scarf, you know, or like you need <laughs> 40 like scarves. you need like uh, all these dumb fedoras, you know. He real he dresses kind of annoyingly, and he's also like he's, a, he's obviously a great actor, but he's like too actory sometimes. Like you're you see right. that guy in the interview, you're, you're just right. like. All right, dude. You're he, reading yeah. words. You're yeah. not. You know what I mean? It's like right. when actors take themselves that seriously, where they're like, "I have to like lose myself in the character for I six know. months." I'm like, "Well, guess what? You're not an actor. You're, I know. You're a crazy person that <laughs> got paid a ton of money and just became a character. That's not an actor." Did you hear what he did with Hunter S. Thompson's ashes? Oh God, I, this is going to be too much. What oh it? yeah, it's too much. Believe me. So he and he played Hunter S. Thompson in in the movie uh, the Fear Diaries. and Loathing and, oh, and the Rum Diaries. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. One sure. Day. So he plays Hunter S. Thompson. They became really good friends. Hunter S. Thompson, booze hound, of supreme. Did not end well for him. Either. Did not end well for him. Yeah. The so, Hemingway type death, right? The, yeah, yeah. He ingested a few different things. Time to go now. But he shot himself, things. didn't he? he? Shot himself. I thought yeah. Hemingway drank hemlock. Or no, that was no. Paul. He shot himself. No, he Graham shot himself Poe too. Drank hemlock. Yeah. So. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson dies. Johnny Depp figures, oh, you know, he'd probably like this. So he took his urn of ashes, bought a rocket for $5 million, and shot his ashes into space. God. <laughs> I'm not making that up, Sam. Yeah, I, I guess he's never heard about scattering them at sea. It's <laughs> like, you know, a little, here you go. That's a bit much. That's yeah, see, much. that's my point, is that, like, Dad, you're a jerk for spending your money like that. <laughs> yeah, you really yeah, see, are. Have you ever heard about, like, AIDS research or yeah, something? Really, you know, you, know, you could have done something good with that money. Also, somebody uh, out. What a dummy. I, yeah, look. <laughs> Ed Wood was a good movie. I Great guess that's, movie. that's the high we can end on. Blow up. I like Blow a lot. <laughs> there you go. But goddamn, what a moron. <laughs> Sam, Sam Morrill at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30. Sam, great having you in studio. Thank Thanks you, for man. having me again. This was fun, man. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We'll be back to Ombud Show.